2: And good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Dr. Peter DeVitt live. Uh, So good to be with you this afternoon. Um, Broadcasting here from Fort Worth today, instead of Tyler, uh, from uh, Katsanis Institute. Um, Gus uh, Katsanis and his wife, Beverly, were gracious enough to let me broadcast here from their beautiful offices. So with me on the show today uh, is uh, someone... Uh, that'll be new to you. Okay, so uh, we will be having uh, Michelle on here in a moment. Uh, Michelle Schroeder, who's uh, a PhD in uh, recall healing, just actually uh, finished her PhD. <clears throat> extraordinary uh, achievement! Uh, the very first uh, major research study that's uh, been been published on on Recall Healing. The title of today's show is Transforming the Broken Heart, uh, Recall Healing Perspective. So we're going to be talking about uh, heart disease, among other things, variations of of that. And, um, and as, as soon as Michelle is um, on, I'll be able to introduce you to her. Let me see. Oh, there she is. Michelle, can you hear me?
3: I can hear you.
2: Oh there you are. Wonderful. <laughs> I I had a little uh, technical glitch here. I didn't realize the speaker was down, so so I got my speaker up and <clears throat> ready to go. So Michelle, welcome to uh to my show, Dr. Peter David Live. And uh, I don't know if my, you heard the the start of my introduction of you. I at, did.
3: Thank you, you. Doctor Dewitt.
2: Well, I'm very excited because uh, Michelle is doing extraordinary work in the recall healing world you know with, uh, with patients from around the country and and worldwide and she is a teacher of recall healing and I just had the privilege at a recent uh, conference here in Dallas to hear her speak um, as a matter of fact, me and Michelle met many, many years ago. And uh, and didn't quite realize we knew each other until until we met again, um, in uh, you know a couple of months ago at that seminar. But she uh, gave a dissertation, or a summary of her PhD dissertation to you know, those that were there. So so Michelle, you know, congratulations again. I know you're you're getting your, uh, you're actually walking the stage. You're in about a week's time. To I get do. Your-
3: yes, I'm very excited about that. So I'm, I'm very happy to be here, and thank you for such a wonderful introduction. And this work is just super exciting, and, and so I'm really uh, honored to be a part of your show today.
2: So, uh, Michelle, you're to talk about broken hearts, uh, <clears throat> transforming the broken heart, and um I recall hearing perspective. Is the title of uh, today's show. So, so I'm very very excited to you know to talk about this. Although, you know, it's bittersweet because I just very recently, you know, had a tragedy in the family. My sister uh, passed away, you know, at age 56 and a half years old. And you know, she was three years older than me. <clears throat> Loved her dearly. We were very very close. And uh, you know, so, but from tragedy. You know, often comes blessings. So, you know, to looking on the bright side of all this, you know, I've learned an extraordinary amount, you know, from her life and about her life just here uh, in the last uh, few weeks, and um, you know, gained some additional major insights into, you know, what what was was behind her heart disease. So, so I'm uh, I'm excited to share her story with listeners, and and Michelle, you've you know, you've been treating all kinds of things with recall healing. And and, um, and we just, uh, before the show, talked, to, talked about a case that you've just um, had the opportunity to be involved in. And, you know, so we're going to share information on that. And then we're also going to be sharing stories about, you know, famous people that a lot of, uh, a lot of you have heard about and, uh, and that have died suddenly. And, uh, you know, most people don't have... Any uh, clue about the backstories, you know, involved in those in those particular cases? So we're going to share uh, a little bit um, of that with you, uh, Michelle. I, I wanted to, um, you know, just ask you, you know, your your experience with recall healing. Maybe um, just uh, for those that have not heard about it, uh, if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit of a summary, you know, of how. It all works, what, what recall healing is, uh, seeing that you've wr- written the book on it, so to speak. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, I have. So, I, so I'd be happy to share about recall healing. Um, recall healing, the best way that I can describe it is that it is a mind-body medicine modality, that it allows a person to understand that the physiological symptoms or manifestations or even behavioral, really everything that shows up in the individual's life has an emotional component. So certainly we can talk about nutrition and all of the other wonderful things that help us to keep to, you know, to be healthy. But the emotional component Really plays a significant role in an individual's life. And none of us are immune from that. And so it's really by looking at what's going on in the body using the biology as the basis. And then launching from that, what are these conflicts? It can be real, imaginary, symbolic, virtual. And to look at those and the symbolism and the literal things and the patterns of our life to help us to become aware of why this was the body's best solution to manifest. And so recall healing allows a person tools to be able to work through these really uh, precarious kinds of things that happened. Why why in the world could this be considered the best solution? And so we look at a person's own timeline, what's happened in their life, even a little bit prior to being born. Uh, We look at the person's total experience in their own life their project purpose what we call project purpose and then we look at at four generations and when we look at those four generations it gives us further insight on how this has been a family issue and how we can help to change or shift the patterns energetically creating healing in the body, or at least transformation, and we don't know how that will show up, but oftentimes it shows up as a as a physical release that the person no longer has to
2: carry that. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, you know, um, many famous shoulders that you know we both stand on, you know, and um, you know, contributing to this whole science of recall healing, you know, are great. Um, Physicians like Dr. Reiki Homer mm-hmm. uh, who came up with the original discovery and that the emotional conflicts program for disease, at least he, he uh, crystallized it out into, you know, five uh, key laws of biology and then one of his students, Dr. Claude Sabah, um, you know, basically built on that and came up with some additional uh, uh, very uh, important discoveries. And um, I think uh, Dr. Sabah famously said that disease is the brain's best solution to keep the person alive mm-hmm. as long as possible. You know, therefore, disease is a survival program. And, um, you know, that's always always a mouthful until you kind of uh, pull that <laughs> statement apart.
4: <laughs> yes,
3: absolutely. And, and I would also say that Dr. Homer's work uh, is really the science science behind what we do and so having and I I look at Dr. Sabah's work as creating the art to help a person to find the story and then of course Dr. Renaud who has taken it to the next level and added these wonderful beautiful letting go exercises just like Dr. Sabah you know some of his real intentions so it's just amazing
2: yeah, so, um, you know, and Carl Jung, you know, I love Carl, and I, I know you do too, because you know, he, made, he made a lot of observations, you know, many, many decades ago uh, that, that really uh, forms the basis for a lot of what uh, recall healing was built on too. And, uh, you know, one of these famous quotes is that, you know, what comes back to awareness what what does not come back to awareness comes back as destiny. So yeah, you know, that that always struck me, you know, as um, you know, as an important statement. That um, you know, it's so critical for us to you know to understand you know the, the importance of bringing these things you know to consciousness. And what really strikes me, Michelle, and you you know, you can uh, uh, corroborate this, but. Um, You know, there's really a way to reframe illness uh, in a way that allows us to see, you know, the blessing, you know, behind disease, that disease is actually, um, you know, a blessing for all of us. So,
3: It's so true. And I have several clients that have said just that, how, how grateful they are that this disease came in the first place.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now we're going to go to a break here in a moment, and um, we want to encourage all of you that are listening to the show have to go to um, for more information uh, on the books about the subject, including uh, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. And we'll be right back after this break.
4: Doctor, the news, this
1: is Doctor Peter Devlin live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer, and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Tuggingat.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central, on Toginet.com. with kids in the summer how to set up your one-room schoolhouse how obedience is paramount and what to do with those snakes plus you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers so join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler vivian McNenney friday afternoons at five four central on toginet.com join the executive business seminar with author and trainer dr risa wolf phd are you looking for practical business tips and techniques for dealing with difficult situations or lowering speaking anxiety? Then this show is where you need to be if you are a business owner, corporate executive, or anyone ambitious about their career growth. Dr. Risa Wolf draws from her extensive mentoring background for business leaders and executives and interviews leaders who have practical solutions. Join Dr. Risa Wolf every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your edition of The Executive. Business Seminar, right here on ABRN, the all-business radio network.
4: Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I gotta-
1: Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Tokenet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. we back to
2: listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, you're live with Michelle Schroeder uh, Schrader on uh, the show with me.
3: It's Schrader, and it's also LaMassa Schrader.
2: <laughs> oh, that's right, <clears throat> Michelle Lamas Lamasa
3: La Schrader. Yes, I know it's a mouthful.
2: <laughs> so, uh, so Michelle, your journey—just very quickly—I I wanted to have you share that. How, how did on earth did you get a, you know, uh, the idea to become a, a recall therapist and? Uh, We'd love to know just a little bit about your story and before we dig into you know broken hearts
3: awesome thank you i'd be happy to share my story um i always there as long as i was in school and college and then even in graduate school first i i have a master's in religious studies one in psychology it was always my goal my dream to get a phd and i thought i was going to be in psychology and and what i found was that for me it didn't it didn't cover the whole thing it was great and the science was wonderful but it didn't connect the head with the heart and that i always thought that stress was way more specific than people were than people understood and so i didn't know what that even looked like but what happened was my aunt was diagnosed with breast cancer and my cousin's husband is an osteopath and he started the search and he found german new medicine and went to a course with a couple of their docs and then um, actually was able to meet uh, Dr. Gilbert Renaud, my mentor and yours uh, at that conference. And then Dr. Renaud ended up talking to my cousin's husband and, and, and he ended up inviting him to come down and, you know, learn more about it. And so ultimately uh, Gilbert came to the United States and the first course that I sat in, I knew that this is what I wanted to do with my life. And uh, Gilbert had no idea that that's what I was going to do. But I, I set out to finish my my master's in psychology because it was a good solid foundation, and then to take all of the courses and invite uh, Gilbert to in my area, and it was like having uh, just one on one for weeks at a time, and and it helped me to transform in a big way. My friends, my family, they started noticing a a big difference. And then, you know, I finished my, my master's in psychology and then I found Saybrook. And Saybrook University really for me, brought it all together because I found that recall healing was the seed like an avocado. And then everything that I had learned in my PhD with with guided imagery and nutrition and movement and spirituality and mindfulness and all of it worked together to help somebody uh, support them through this journey, this health journey towards health and wellness. And so that's really how uh, it, that's it in a nutshell. and um, and so I feel really honored and blessed and my own my own life has transformed and um, and I see healing um, personally and 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 with my family, and then I get to be a part of other people's journeys. And so that is truly a blessing. I, I do believe it's my purpose in life. And, um, and I'm just excited that it's really it's starting and that there's research that is supporting this and that there will be more in the future.
2: You know, I call uh, recall healing, <coughs> healing through revelation. You know, yes. <coughs> a revelation, you know, is an insight that's so powerful. That can, in an instant, change your, the course of your life. <clears throat> and time and time again, I see this happen with people that go through <clears throat> recall healing. You know, yeah. and <clears throat> understanding the, you know, the roots of their suffering, and um, <clears throat> and also <clears throat> the whole idea of seeing reframing <clears throat> disease not as a curse but a blessing. <clears throat> you know, that too was truly eye opening for me when I first heard about. German new medicine, about um, almost probably more than a decade ago, you know it just absolutely riveted me. I was absolutely fascinated and and tried uh, to find you know a resource that I could use you know to learn more. And like you, I discovered uh, Dr. Renaud, and uh, you know he uh, he changed my life. As a matter of fact, he he ended my my uh, professional. methodology you know almost overnight I went back uh, to my practice you know and started practicing differently you know the very next day after my first uh, training uh, because I understood how critical this uh, this emotional component was to healing uh, how critical it was to address and uh, you know recall healing and German new medicine gave me a a very specific way to look at disease and to start confronting it and it's truly been um a revelation for me as well so
4: that
3: that is beautiful and and it's so exciting to see doctors like yourself really begin to incorporate and personalize medicine in a way that's just so beautiful and transforming. It's, it's really the best of both worlds. So I just honor that you are a pioneer in that way, and it's really wonderful.
2: Well, and, and I'm also very grateful you know, for the opportunity, um, starting um, today, actually, you know, to work with uh, Dr. Kachanas and his great staff year in Fort Worth, you know Kachanis Institute is at the forefront you know, of treating uh, you know, cancer holistically and you know and you know, Dr. Kachanis is one of um, you know my mentors and um, you know always very <clears throat> specific with these patients you know that if they want to heal from a disease like cancer, you know, they have to deal with not just the physical but the emotional and the spiritual aspects too. And, you know, I think I had a conversation with him today. You know, he, he kind of reminded me that, you know, at least uh, 60% of the healing, you know, and that needs to be take place in cancer patients, you know, as to, you know, is on, you know, on the emotional level. And I certainly agree with that. And I'm sure you would too, Michelle. Absolutely. Now, we the show today is about transforming the broken heart. Um, you know, in the write-up, if you go to... Um, the podcast, you'll see, you know, I asked the question, have you ever had your heart broken? So all of you listening to the show, you know, that's a question for you. Have you ever had your heart broken? And, you know, if you're ever loved, you probably have had your heart broken. It's kind of hard to go through life, you know, so you either have to be hard-hearted <laughs> so it doesn't get broken, which is not a good thing either, or it gets broken, you know. So have you ever heard of anyone or know anyone that might have died at least in part from a broken heart. And, you know, so the question that we're going to be discussing is, is there a link between heart disease and your emotions, you know, your emotional heart? If you want to know the answers to these questions, that's that's what we're going to go through today. So, Michelle, you know, one of the most common Causes of death, as a matter of fact, maybe the most common cause of this death in this country is heart disease. <clears throat> so it's estimated that one in two uh, Americans will die of heart disease. You know, and um, you know, even though cancer is ca- catching up very quickly with heart <clears throat> heart disease as the <clears throat> the number one cause. But um, you know, if you look at men specifically, fifty and older, you know, this is the number one cause, and in women. You know, above that age, it's very, you know, <clears throat> it's also at a, at a minimum the number two cause of death. So, so it's so common, you know, and we hear of people all the time that drop over dead of heart attacks, you know, and it's usually, you know, pretty dramatic. You know, mm-hmm. other diseases take you out slowly, in <clears throat> many cases, but uh, with heart disease, it's uh, often in the blink of an eye. You know, like my sister... When she passed away, you know, uh, five, six weeks ago, um, you know, there was no warning and uh, she had no symptoms prior to her heart attack. You know, even though I had an inkling because I had seen her in my practice two years ago and, and had, uh, you know, just uh, had a gut feeling and I did an EKG on her and knew that she was, you know, and that she had this, uh, an issue. In her tissues, so to speak. You know, unfortunately, we had you know are 10,000 miles apart, and it was very, very hard you know for me to work with her, you know, like I would normally work with somebody that, you know, that uh, I was able to see in my practice. So, so we're going to talk a little bit about Renee's story. Renee was my sister, you know, extraordinary uh, human being, you know, and uh, revered not uh, not just by friends but coworkers and you know, family, you know, truly a great spirit. And um, so she will be sorely missed. But as I said, she leaves behind, you know, um, a lot of very important learnings for for those of us that are still here, including myself. So, you know, this is a stark reminder for me, you know, to be a little bit more focused on my own healing, you know, even as I work uh, to help others to heal. So, um, but Michelle... You know, there's there's a lot of prominent stories, you know, of, of prominent people uh, that caught my interest. You know, when I was writing my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. Um, in the second uh, part of the book, uh, the first chapter, you know, I talk about the emotional conflicts of program for disease. And, uh, you know, one of the first stories that I wrote about is about Dr. Homer and, uh, you know, some of the, the, the experiments that were done. On dogs, and uh, you know, I heard that story for the first time when I heard about uh, Germany medicine for, uh, for the first time, and absolutely fascinated, fascinated me. But as I recall, you know, what happened is you know, an experiment was done with two two dogs,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, you know, this is not you know, the humane society by any means that, that, that this I, I know
3: when I, when I was reading that, I thought the same thing not
2: <laughs> you know, this might this might be uh, you know constituted as cruelty to animals although you know I guess you first have to believe in uh, recall healing and, and understand the power of emotions to re- really understand uh, how, how profound this experiment was but you know what, what happened I think we're we're fixing to be going to another break here in um, in a few seconds so just quickly want to Uh, Again, let everybody know, if you have any questions about recall healing, if you have any questions about uh, resources on recall healing, uh, you can call QHI Wellness, QHI Wellness at 903-939-2069. I'm also going to give you the information for Katsana's Institute here in a moment um, before the next break for those of you that also want to do some recall healing work. And then Michelle, I'm also going to have... You give the information on your shelf here in a minute. So we'll be right back after this break.
1: Is Dr. Peter DeVette live? Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these
0: on TogiNet.com against heart disease life force naturals also has antifungal antibacterial and antiviral properties life force naturals a cut above any commercially available multi combination to order your bottle of life force naturals call 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com this is the toby net radio network radio with a sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live.
2: Lamasa Schrader on Excellent. The <laughs> I got it right that time. <laughs> and uh, again, uh, Michelle, it's it's so great to have you on the show. And and actually um you know for those of you listening, we're we're gonna start doing you know regular shows together. At least uh, we will be doing another one on um the twenty eighth of August, and it's gonna be on pancreatic cancer. You know <clears throat> both me and Michelle have had uh pancreatic. Cancer patients, and, and Michelle has some amazing stories. You know about you know some uh, you know, some patients that have healed uh, from a disease that is normally incurable, and um, and you know even when people don't you know you know heal completely, you know oftentimes when we're talking about disease like cancer um, and our disease, when they get to the roots of and, you know, the, the diseases, the programs behind the illnesses and you know, certainly can make a huge difference in the outcome. And, uh, you know, there's many different levels of healing. It's not just the physical body that we're looking at. It's also, um, you know, there's there's four other levels of healing. You know, as, as I lay out in my book, Heal Thyself, in a chapter called The Five Levels of Healing. And, you know, that chapter was inspired by uh, another great mentor of mine, Dr. Dietrich Klingart that helped me to understand that you know, in order to heal the disease, it is uh, critical to discover and clear the root of it. You know, and so, um, so that's uh, you know that's something that I uh, endeavor to do. You know, with every patient that I see, is you know is to do at least uh, some discovery on some of those uh, deeper roots. Now, Michelle, you know, we're talk, we're talking about the dog. So, what what happened? is um, this experiment was done with two dogs, you know, and um, what they did, as I understand it, is they, you know, they um, pretty much confined this one dog, um, you know, after the dog had been free on this prairie out in the open country and, you know, given plenty of food to eat, you know, after a few few days or a few weeks, uh, they... And they suddenly one day put this dog into an enclosure uh, where the dog was not able to run free anymore, and uh, behind a chain link fence. So can you imagine being a dog in the middle of this meadow, you know, being able to see, you know, all over, but not being able to get out. And so they, you know, they fed the dog, you know, plain old dog food, and they're in that dog pen, and. They brought another dog into the territory that was able to run free. you was know, in eyesight of the dog that was now confined behind this chain link enclosure. And so, as you can imagine, the dog that was confined went crazy, went nuts when it saw this other dog roaming around, you know, and you know eating good food, whereas the dog that was, um, you know, confined was given. You know dry dog food so so after a few weeks you know where this dog you know just went nuts you know the other dog was taken away and the dog that was confined was released and within i think it was a day or two can't remember exactly the, the time period that dog that was confined had a massive heart attack and actually died of a heart attack and uh, you know so uh a demonstration of exactly what the conflict is of coronary artery disease as we know it in recall healing which is a conflict of lost territory so whenever we see somebody that's had a heart attack you know we uh, you know we always uh, uh, find out about you know territorial conflicts that that person might have as you said you know it may not necessarily be real; it can be uh, symbolic, uh, imaginary, or virtual as well. So, you know, so for, for one person, it might be losing a home, like in New Orleans when they had the uh, hurricane go through there and you know, destroyed so many homes and you know flooded out uh, an entire section of the city. You know, many many people died in that flood, but for almost eight nine months. You know, many people were not even able to get back to their homes to see the damage uh, because there was still water, you know, hanging around. So, in uh, New Orleans, they had a you know, a statistical spike in the incidence of heart attacks, you know, with <clears throat> at that eight-month mark. Because what happened is, you know, people started going back to New Orleans to finally be able to see the damage that had happened to their homes. Most of the homes were destroyed, you know the ones that were not able to go back until then so and there were a number of people that had heart attacks uh, very, very soon after they saw their homes destroyed so but in some instances, it can be you know the loss of a business or it can be loss of a spouse, you know especially a man you know that frames his wife as territory you know as as property you know so if another man messes with you know a guy's wife, you might experience that as, you know, um, a territorial loss. So so those are just examples. Um, so, Michelle, I don't know if you had anything you wanted to add to the story of the dogs, besides, you know, sorry, you know, expressing regrets that the dog had to to sacrifice its life, but... <laughs> But it, well,
3: And also, there was another, I believe, another experiment where he took on another dog and he began to co- tie off the coronary arteries and one at a time and and that but just allowed the, the dog to have free range and do whatever he needed to do. And that dog really like the the body began to process not even really concerned about that it really adapted to the situation and one by one thinking that the dog may die the dog never died because the dog didn't have the territorial conflict and and so i would absolutely you know say that for sure it is the it is the real the literary, literal the um the lot the houses and and the real territory that people have but also like not just wives and husbands but i'm working with people that ha- in the family clan have lost children children have been stolen or had to have been given up for adoption or forced you know so children and and love and all of that actually does play a huge role in in the heart it's about them it's about love
2: yeah and and, you know, in the case of my sister, Renee, you know, Renee Michelle, which uh, you know, reminds me of you, Michelle. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're, you're... <laughs> I am Michelle Renee, for sure. So, Michelle Renee. So, you know, and uh, you know, we we uh, reconnected about two two weeks before my sister's death, you know, and, um, you know, so it's, it's very interest, interesting synchronicity. that we have there too but you know one one thing that happened for my sister is um, she was very very close to my father you know but when she was growing up when we were growing up you know neither of us were very close to him he worked himself to a standstill he was a chiropractor in South Africa and really uh, somewhat disconnected to his kids you know he just didn't have you know um, I guess he didn't grow up with a close connection to his parents so he didn't know how to connect you know the way he served our family was to work in, you know, work hard to uh, to provide for the family so but uh, you know my sister had some wounds related to him uh, growing up you know for one thing you know she started struggling with her weight, and uh, you know she remembered him saying something about her weight and at the time it just wanted her to no end you know for you know, for years and so much so that she uh, Made every effort, you know, for the rest of her life to never be overweight. You know, so she had an absolute phobia of, uh, you know, be- becoming fat. So, and she didn't, uh, you know, you know, she she uh, in in fact was uh, kind of some kind of a, a closet anorexic in ways, <clears throat> you know, because of that. But also, you know, she um, you know, she went through when he died at age fifty-six and a half. You know and that was devastating to her, because she had fought for his love, kind of you know symbolically and, and in real uh, time, you know, for you know from that age, when she was younger, uh, to into adulthood, you know had worked for him, you know as uh, starting as a teenager, and uh, you know, just never could, could quite um, I think Michelle, you, you're the one that pointed out, um, that it was hard for her to really get his love. You know, she uh, when she died, they did an autopsy, and they found that the hard muscle you know, was thickened and um, what we call the ventricles, so the lower chambers you know the hard muscle was thickened and uh, then she also had another tragedy, and that was the loss of her son so her son uh, committed suicide you know when when uh, you know he was twenty two years old and that resonates with the tragedy you know that happened during pregnancy. And, uh, you know, the, um, I won't give, uh, you know, a lot of personal detail because there's still other people tied to uh, to the story, but something happened when she was seven months pregnant um, that involved, you know, loss um, uh, for her broken heart and, uh, you know, and made her feel like she, as she said then, you know, I just wanted to die. And she felt that way for the rest of that pregnancy. And then uh, seven months, you know, in recall healing, we learned, you know, can can translate to seventy years, and seven times two is fourteen, seven times three is twenty-one, and then you know, at twenty-two, shortly after that anniversary, you know, her son committed suicide, right in line with her wish to die when she was pregnant with him, you know, and right on time, as they say in recall, as we say in recall healing, so. Uh, so but that was devastating for her and 11 years later so she was um, you know she was 56 and a half too when she died so that's the other thing that's that's remarkable in her story is that my sister died at exactly the same age as my father you know and um, I think there's about a three month separation in actual age between the two but you know when you go back to the moment um, you know in in my father's timeline that he died in my you know and you translate that to my sisters um you know that would be early april of this this year and guess what happened then my my niece uh, got married so my sister's lost child okay we'll be right back after this break sorry i missed that cue and uh we will give you uh, michelle's information and, and uh, consola's institute information right after
1: this break
4: In
1: the news, I this is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right
0: back after these on Toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract, tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms, sluggish or missing gallbladder? Today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com.
4: Doctor, doctor, give me the news, I gotta-
1: Welcome back to
4: Dr. Peter DeVette
1: Live on TokiNet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBet Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette.
2: Thank you are listening to Dr. Peter Devet Live. Again, uh, with Michelle Lamasha Schrader on the show with me, Ph.D., in recall, healing and uh, you know, extraordinary accomplishment. So excited that you know somebody has fi- finally stepped up to the plate. And you know, and Michelle, I can't wait for your books to come out. I know you're going to be turning your dissertation, which is excellent, by the way. I, I um, I didn't tell you this before the show, but I've been diligently reading you know through your dissertation. So. I've, I've learned a lot, thank you very much, and have been, been inspired, you know, just uh, in terms of framing the message too, and, you know, and uh, just all the research that went into that is uh, truly extraordinary. Now before, thank you. Um, be- and before we go on, uh, I just want to give uh, all of you, you know, some key information. If you want to learn more, if you want to uh, research uh, the subject more, also if you want to uh, contact Uh, any one of us that, uh, you know, practice Requa Healing. Uh, First and foremost, my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, is available through uh, Amazon.com. I have a second book out called Bringing Sexy Back, and the subtitle is Transform the Body You Have into the Body You Want. Um, That is also available through Amazon. You can also go to my website at uh, qhi.com wellness uh, quantum healing institute is what qhi stands for qhi and uh and dr renault's manual in recall healing is also available uh through the website his manual is called recall healing permit of health and it's basically an encyclopedia of diseases and the conflicts uh, linked to them so it is a I find an invaluable resource. You know, I still use it virtually every day in my practice. And um, I have lots of my patients that have also gotten that so that they can look up anything. You know, whether it's a cold or a flu or you know, ingrown toenails, you name it, you know, <clears throat> there's uh, more to the story, as they say. So there's also DVDs available, you know, and if for heart disease, you can go to uh, the same website and look up recall Healing level three. So uh, there's three levels: level one, level two, and level three. And basically goes through the entire body. If you go through those three levels, and uh, me and Michelle also teach workshops, you know, uh, throughout the U.S. and uh, at least here in Texas, and in California, and Louisiana, and so forth. So we're we're excited to also go where people uh, have the desire uh, to hear this information. So you know, you can contact uh either me or Michelle. And um uh, I'm gonna give you Michelle's uh information To Um she you can get a hold of her at uh and her phone number is nine two nine sorry six two six four nine four three 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 six two six four nine four uh, quadruple three and, uh, and you can also get a hold of me at QHI Wellness at uh, 903-939-2069 that's our main number and on Fridays as starting today I'm going to be uh, in uh, Fort Worth at Katsanas Institute with uh, Dr. Gaskin and his inc- uh, amazing staff and uh, you can uh, reach dot Katsanis's office at eight one seven four eight one six three four two eight one seven four eight one six three four two or you can go to his websta- website website dot com that's K O T S A N I S I N S T I T U T E dot com that's a mouthful <coughs> yeah, so, um, so Michelle <coughs> I, I just wanted to finish uh, Renee's story. So, you know, the, so the interesting thing that we learn in recalling is that, you know, is what we call her um, life timelines or timeline resonance, um, or, um, you know, there's, there's different terms um, <clears throat> that we use, but what she, um, when we look at her timelines, you know, she died at 56 and a half and about 11 years, which is about four-fifths of the age of her death, you know, eleven years ago, uh, she lost her son. Uh, so that's when he died, and um, you could say, you know, virtually right on time, uh, almost to the day. You know, she uh, died at uh, you know five-fifths of, of that age. And when you go back to her childhood at eleven, when you find stories there, you know, I don't have. Um, enough time to go into it in greater detail but uh, nevertheless you know I think I mentioned she um, her daughter got married in April and uh, on the 6th of April and her son died on the 4th of April 11 years ago and so that was a very major um, you know conflict on that date that she was going through the anniversary of and I, I still remember I was there for the wedding and two days Prior to the wedding, you know, she was not feeling so good at all, and uh, of course we, I you know, knew what what that was, and um, but she had a wonderful day, you know, on the wedding, and then she uh, found out that her daughter was pregnant about a month later, so right on time, her, da- her daughter got uh, got pregnant uh, virtually on the honeymoon, and so yeah, that was another huge uh, healing for her because she had lost her son, so this was symbolic replacement. You know of the son that died, and um, and then also you know something related to work that she was going through. So you know she um, uh, she cleared that as well. She was on the verge of changing jobs. You know and uh, leaving martyrdom. You know she was working herself to death, and um, you know was uh, fixing to get her life back. You know in order. You know as far as not working so hard. So. So, Michelle, that, you know, that's the tragedy. She died, right? Uh, you know, as we say in recalling, she, she, you know, often death occurs during the healing phase and not during the stress, and that's exactly what happened to her. So yeah. now, and, and, and if you um, wanted to get your comments on that, and then I know you have a fascinating case that I definitely want you to talk about briefly before we get to the end of the
0: show.
3: Sure, Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm actually there's echo in here. Let me try to turn it down a little bit. Hopefully, that's better. I um, I'm so sorry about your the death of your sister, and I can you know, and even because it is a family history, your father, your sister. And you've had your own health issues, as you've shared in the past. And so so for you, it is information to help you to sort of continue to work through that and to honor the pain because part of the reason that we have these physical manifestations is that we don't give issue to it. And you made a reference to that earlier, that when we don't give issue to it, it goes in our tissues. And so when we have these in these such challenging and and traumatic events that happen in our life, our our son committing suicide, and you know, and 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 just in general, when a parent dies, it's always a shock to the system. And so, you know, given that it's only fifty six years old, it's it's challenging to sort of continue on that path and so you know i honor the work that you're doing and to that you're paying attention and and that you're walking you know walking in your own in your own grief and sadness right now
2: yeah and but you know just uh, very very blessed and that you know i'm surrounded with you know the friends that i have including you and you know just the discoveries that i made you know so and i you know i i have a you could say a holistic perspective on death. You know, I know it is, but a veil between this world and the next, and that we don't lose our connections. Right. So I still feel very, very inspired by my sister and my father, that preceded her to, know, uh, in, in his pa- in his passing. But Michelle, very quickly, um, you had a, a fascinating case. Hope we have enough time for you to share. Just a little bit about it—a a, a case of someone that developed um, a pericardial, you know, problem. That's the lining around the heart, um, you know, the outside of the the, the membrane that protects the heart. <clears throat> so, if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about, you know, that case
3: sure so I have this one this wonderful story that I was actually just uh working with the woman yesterday and the story goes that there's we we want to talk and address and ask the question about what was the attack against the heart because the shield around the the heart literally protects the heart from the pain from a literal attack a figurative attack so one story is that the that a daughter was just given a up like the mother just left. And this is great, great grandparents We ended up in an, uh, before the judge, the judge felt so sorry for this girl, found a great home. This girl ends up marrying the the nephew of the judge. Okay. But when they had a child, this woman does the same thing that happened to her, takes her son. So this is this woman's great, uh, grand or her grandfather takes the son to another state and never lets the father see his son. The father is in so much trauma over not being able to see the son and writes letter after letter after letter and never gets to see his son. The mother remarries somebody else and, and at, after she died, she gave, he gave the stepfather of this child, um, gave a whole trunk of the letters to this grandfather. And so the grandfather read some of them and then ended up, you know, um, putting them on fire and just, and burning them. But this is the granddaughter. And then this grandfather was very uh, traumatic and abusive to his own son, the father of this woman. And then in her own life, she has all these attacks against her heart. She doesn't get along with her mom. She has terrible breakups or she's not totally connected. And so that equaled then she gets married and her husband says, oh, I don't know that I want to be married. It's like an attack against her heart. And so we've been working through this and I've, I've shared with her how to sort of work through it and let these things go so that she can give honor to all of her family for what she's experienced in her life and what's been experienced in the family tree.
2: That's beautiful. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show. We will be back on the 28th, uh, me and Michelle, and next week it will be another show. But Michelle will be on with me again in uh, three weeks from now. Looking forward to that. We'll we'll, we'll be talking about about pancreatic cancer. Again, QHI Wellness uh, for more information, uh, 903-939-2069 is the phone number. Thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, looking forward to visiting with you again next week. Have a wonderful week.